It's the lowdown. What we do every day at 1 o'clock. Sports 1440. Thanks so much for tuning in. Lowdown is driven by Wolf GMC Buick. New name, same great team. Find them on the corner of 184th Street, Stony Plain Road, wolfgmcbuick.com. Make sure to say hi to Doug and Mary when you go. Well, we are now joined by Bagged Milk. Frank is six now? Yeah, just turned six yesterday. The big man had his birthday, a little celebration, a special dinner, a bunch of toys. He had a great day, living his best life. Did you get him one of them dog cakes? I didn't do a dog cake, but what I did do is I bought him essentially every dog treat under the sun yesterday. So it's more of a gift that'll keep on giving as opposed to a one and done for a birthday cake. Right, he didn't I did. Th- I went over and above for my guy this year. Six big year for him. Season six of Frank's Picks is going to be kicking off. His first preseason version is going to be going up on Friday. You're, we love your dog. You know, we love you, but I think we love your dog more. And that's fair. I, I don't blame anybody for loving the dog more. He's very, very handsome. He's very talented. He's been studying the data all summer. He is ready to go for season six. Yeah, he's got my loping stride, too. That, that's what I like about him. He's, you know, he kind of saunters. Yeah, light on his feet, always. He's always got a place to go, and he's on a mission, always. Love it. Okay, so lots to get to. I'm going to begin with a text from one of our listeners because it's a great question. And if I can find it, I will definitely give it to you, okay? Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm prepared. I notice Hyman is better as a left winger. Do you agree? I don't know that I buy that. I don't think that I do. I think that I like having Hyman on his on his on the right wing on the right side. And I think that just having him alongside Nuge and Drysaddle currently as the second line that that's got the makings of a of a trio that can really do some damage. Now, if Hyman does swoop over to the left side, I mean, he scored the OT winner against Corpusalo flying down the left wing. He did the Messier goal, essentially. So I can understand it to a point. But I think with that line specifically, they're probably going to be locked into their natural positions. But the flow of how that line works, if Nuge ends up over on the right side at times, then so be it. If Hyman ends up on the other side, so be it. Because the nice part about it is you've got some defensively responsible players on that trio. So I don't know that the the where they lock in matters as much, but I don't know that I buy it. Where do you think he should be? I think the right wing is probably the best spot, especially given the depth chart. Well, I, I think Jay Woodcroft has a good handle on things, and, and I think the the great thing about the Oilers is that they have a lot of players who have utility. I I think Brown will play with Drysaddle. I think Hyman will play with with uh, McDavid, and we'll see at the end of the day what you know what that looks like in the playoffs. But what I can say with with absolute certainty is the six forwards who are high skill on the top two lines on this team are Stanley Cup caliber. And w- with absolute respect to the previous seasons, I don't think they've had the kind of torque this group does. No, I completely agree with you. And like you said, there's some interchangeability amongst those forwards. That's really, really nice to have. We are long gone from the days where J.F. Jacques was up on the first line because they wanted to add a little bit of size up there. So it's really nice to see. And it's going to be interesting, as you as you pointed out, to see how Woodcroft kind of mixes and matches those guys. I wonder, based, I know it's a preseason game, and I know Calgary iced their AHL roster for the most part last night. But to see the Connors, the Connors squared working together as well as they did last night, it kind of it gives me a little bit of excitement to wonder if they can kind of rekindle some of that magic when the games matter for real. But the nice part about the two 2023 version of the Edmonton Oilers is that those pieces can kind of move around a little bit. And I don't think he's going to lose anything, which is still something that as you know, a long time blogger in the space, this is still very new to me. So I'm very, very intrigued to see how this goes this year. Uh, Hyman can battle in the corner. Hey, 
Yes, he can. And the thing that, since day one, the thing that I've always appreciated about Zach Hyman is he's never going to shy away from contact. He's never going to shy away from the tough areas of the ice. And as we all know, he's got an engine that doesn't quit. Every single shift, he is a dog on a bone when it comes to the puck. There's just it's hard to find something in his game that you don't like because he's the kind of player that this city especially loves. He's got the workers mentality. He's out there grinding. He's got plenty of skill. He's got all the heart in the world. So if it comes to battling in the corner and getting physical, we've seen him. He's willing to do it. We saw him shed the mitts last year. He's willing to do it. And I just, I can't imagine a better fit for him in the first, you know, two seasons with the Oilers. I'm really looking forward to year three. I love Zach Hyman as a player. So we're with Bag Milk from Oilers Nation. He scored again. Raphael Lavoie, nice goal, great pass from Holloway. Did did that absolutely slam the door on everybody else? And is he the the twelfth forward to make the team? Well, let me tell you something. We talked about this last week on the hit where we were kind of wondering, like, all right, when's Lavoie going to kind of make an appearance and kind of show what he can do as a player? And I think the last week, the last couple of games specifically, he's really kind of elevated his game. And it's really nice to see because it's coming at the right time. More NHLers are appearing in the lineups. You can't have this thing where you go, oh, well, he's only playing against AHL rosters. He's scored a couple of goals now. That is an NHL shot. I tell you that much. That shot is very impressive. He's got the size to go along with it. Luke Gazdick was on Oilers Nation every day with our boy Tyler Ramchuk earlier in the earlier in the week. And what Luke said was he's... He's hoping for more of a physical game from Lavoie using the size. He's a big man. He's got all the tools that you need to kind of mix it up. I'm not saying he's going to be a devastating hitter or anything like that, but I think that's going to be the next step that really unlocks some potential for Lavoie is using that big frame he's got, maybe adding a little bit of muscle. But to your question specifically, it's going to be really hard to cut him right now. Really, really hard based on the performance from the week leading up to the final preseason game on on Friday. We'll see how Woody uses him. I know he played just under 14 minutes or so last night. A lot of that came in the third period when kind of the game was out of reach. So I'd really like to see him do another performance like we had in the last two games, really cement himself in there because it's still kind of up for grabs a little bit. But in my opinion right now, if I'm Coach Woodcroft, which not yet, Al, but one day, <laughs> I think that he's kind of penciled in there right now. Do you like Yanmark or Ryan at center on that fourth line? Oh, it's hard to not go with Derek Ryan in the sense that here's the thing I like about Derek Ryan. When he is on the ice, you got 10 to 12 minutes a night of worry-free hockey. And it doesn't matter whether that's at even strength or generally on the PK. I just think that the versatility plus the fact that he's a right-handed centerman, I think that I would probably edge towards Derek Ryan. Skill-wise, it seems like Yanmark is, is a, a, has got more upside in that spot. But in terms of just general need for a bottom six forward i think Derek ryan's probably that guy he's going to give us some quiet minutes in the bottom six that we desperately need it's not just about putting the puck in the net we also got to keep some goals out of the net and i think that Derek ryan in my opinion would do a better job of that in that specific location than yanmark would ben gleason i mean he can't make the team right but he's done everything to earn it but hasn't he put himself in a position to be one of the first call-ups if somebody gets nicked up a little bit? His uh, his preseason has been very, very surprising and really, really refreshing to see. I have the Ty Ratty Award, which I always like to give out to the best player in the preseason. And in the early goings, I didn't really have a front-runner. But now as the, as the preseason has kind of entered the back half into game six, five, six, seven, we're starting to have some players emerge and separate from the pack. And like you said, Gleason's not going to make the opening night roster, but... 
man, if he hasn't put himself in a position to be one of the first call-ups if they need it. He's had a really, really strong preseason. I worry about the boots a little bit in terms of just uh, playing speed, but the processor works. The first pass is fine, and I think that he's had a really strong showing for himself in the preseason, which is ultimately what we need from more guys at this time of year. Yeah, it's it's absolutely true. I, I look at the team, and I I think Philip Broberg is going to be the utility defenseman, but he's played with everybody and played pretty well with each of the partners uh, through this preseason, and maybe that's a good role for him. It might be the role for him. Um, we we all want to see Philip Broberg take a step forward this year. It's kind of crunch time for him in terms of the organizational depth chart, in my opinion. We know that there's probably a new GM coming in next year who may not have the same kind of attachment to Broberg as Ken Holland may have as his first pick as the GM of the Edmonton Oilers, but I think he needs to take a step forward. Being a utility player is fine. You need that. You need the Swiss Army Knives all up and down the roster. We've got them up front. It'd be nice to have some on the back end. I hope he can fill that spot. I hope he can find out a role and carve out a spot for himself on the team because he kind of needs to. And it's interesting that we're still talking about a utility player at where he's at uh, post-draft, but I also think that there's a player with a lot of skill set, with a lot of skills there, and he needs some at bats. He needs more NHL ice time, and we're going to see if he earns that this year. It's very much a earned, not given year for the Edmonton Oilers, and I'll be cheering for him from start to finish. Beck Nelk, our guest, and I, the Calgary uh, Flames are getting an arena, and I one of my favorite uh, memes or whatever videos or gifs or whatever you guys came up with was was the one where you're you're moving Rexall in a giant truck down the the qe2 uh, are we going to retire that or are we just going to bring it back every once in a while well i think you got to bring up the classics you know i think that every now and then there's a time and a place um but yeah i mean for for flames fans it's, it's exciting to at least have a new barn on the horizon al i don't know when the last time you were at the saddle dome was but it is very much looking at the age at this stage, and I think that having a healthy Battle of Alberta with two new buildings in both cities is going to be beneficial for the league, for the Battle of Alberta itself, and just bringing more kind of quality players into Alberta in general, I think. So I think it's good news for Calgary. Um, it is fun making fun of the Saddle Dome. I am looking forward to going down there this year, and as an Alberta taxpayer, and some of the money is coming from us. I feel like I should be allowed to take my seat when I leave. We'll see if that actually happens. <laughs> but uh, it's an exciting day for Calgary, for sure. I remember when we kind of started to break ground on Rogers Place here at Edmonton. It's very exciting thinking about looking ahead at a brand-new facility, and I'm sure that's what a lot of Flames fans are feeling today. They're writing out the warrant in Calgary right now. They're ready for you. You don't worry, buddy. <laughs> They're ready, ready for you. I'm a quick runner. Hey, uh, I, I want to ask you a question. This is you—you you won't have an answer, and you'll, I'm putting you on the spot. But I'm getting a lot of people who are very interested in those sports 1440 caps. Is there any plan to sell those uh, and make them available? I hope so. I hope so. I honestly don't know the answer, but I see all of you guys wearing them, and I'm just sitting and thinking to myself, I'm like, you know what? Your boy Bagmouth might look pretty good in one of those Sports 1440 hats. I saw you were wearing one. Oh. Gregor's been wearing one. I saw our friend Robin Brownlee got a couple of different colors. So I don't know what the plan is for merchandising uh, for Sports 1440, but those hats are looking slick. I like them a lot. Well, uh, Brownlee and I were shocked that we got hats that fit. That's the that's the real key, but they look good, too, which we appreciate. All right, Well, Matt. like Brownlee said, he's got a, uh, he, what does he say, the ice cream pail or whatever he's got for a hat stretcher <laughs> over there. So I'm glad they found one for you guys up there. You're a good man. Thanks. Appreciate it, Bag Milk. Thanks, Al. Okay, there you go. That's quite the handle. I'll never get over it. I mean, I've been called low tide for 20 years. You'd think I'd get over it, but good guy. I like him.
By the way, I want to pass this along before we take a break because it is news and you're interested in it. The Anaheim Ducks have finally signed, and it's a pretty good deal, I think, Jamie Drysdale, three years, 2.3 million AAV. So there was a lot of talk about, you know, getting those two young guys signed. They're both signed now, and they can go about the earth uh, with their full roster, and I don't think they're going anywhere, but I do think that, that those are really good players that they got. And if you missed it, the Edmonton Oilers have signed Brady Stonehouse to an entry-level contract. Now, he's in junior, was sent back uh, to the Ottawa 67s, but they need talent. This is a young guy who can turn pro in a year from now. He's got his entry-level deal, and good on him. It was a great move by the organization, and I think Mr. Stonehouse made a good decision. On the way, more of your texts. You're all over a lot. I'm getting a little heat here for my stenographer thing. I you know, might have to back off of that a little bit, the, the heat's coming. And plus, your chance to hang out with Kevin Carius. That's all on the way. This is Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. It's the Lowdown on Sports 1440. Making loud noises. I have to say, I I believe that your musical choices are always interesting. But you were, I think you're a little, you're, you are anticipating the long weekend. I can feel it. No, I just, I just, I can't believe you didn't want to let Ricky Martin play a little bit. Well, because I like that. I don't, I'm kind of rando. You were pretty quick to shut that one off. Well, yeah, it's the lowdown. <laughs> you wanted to get that one out of there. I thought you might, I thought you might be dancing over there. Like, we it, let that one play a little you bit. You want me to play, you know, have a long play, then, then play Patsy Klein. Yeah, I can do that. I was just hoping we could get Crazy. to the chorus for this one. Well, I mean, you know, I'll listen to it. Give me, the break. A, give me a heads up, maybe, and then I'll. We don't work Monday, right? We're not working. I don't like that. I don't think so. I like working five days a week. Yeah, me too. I only like work I'd, two hours, so it's not like it's hard. Like I love working. Like I love working here. So like I wanted, I wanted to be here. Do you? I do. No, dead serious. Dead so serious. honestly, on a scale of one to ten, how fulfilling are you on the lowdown? How fulfilled are you on the lowdown? I how fulfilled am I? Yeah, ten out of ten. Wow, ten out of ten fulfilled. That's very nice. Yep. Well, it's pretty good. I will tell you that I'll I, say I'll say nine and a half because ten out of ten would be if I was in the NBA. Okay, so I'll take it down fair. a touch. That's yeah. I will tell you that that the plan was not to include you as much, but you're so damn good at it. No, you can tell me to you can tell me to back out whenever you need. No, I, I believe me. I'm getting I, you know I'm getting <laughs> mo- notes from management saying maybe check down my content. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying. Send you know, it to Declan. Let him take. to resent you. Take the reins. All right. A sports fourteen forty home opener watch party coming up on Saturday, October fourteenth, hosted by Kevin Carius at the all new Century Casino Sports Bar at Century Casino on one hundred thirty first and Fort Road at eight o'clock on Saturday night, the fourteenth. Join Kevin to see Evans and take on Vancouver. Prizes to win on site, including the Edmonton Zamboni Cooler. Go to sports1440.ca for more information. Carius is a cool guy. You know, he's very famous. When you look at him, you're like, holy man, I know that guy. But he's a very nice fellow, too, which I think helps. You know, he's not just one of those, you know, people that doesn't, you know, have a personality. He does. He's a good guy. I didn't, I didn't have anybody in mind when I said that. And I don't appreciate the accusation, but yeah, he's a good guy. Dom Lashishan and Shana Goldman do great work and at the Athletic. And they have every year the 23-24 this year preview for each team, playoff chances, 
Stanley Cup chances, point projection. Point projection for the Oilers, 107.2. That would win the entire Western Conference. The chances of making the playoffs, 96%. Giddy up. And the chances of winning Stanley, 15%. That is number one, as Casey Kasem would say. We're counting down. Number one. That was a terrible Casey Kasem, and I apologize. The Oilers are all pointing their cannons in the same direction, according to Dom and Shana and everybody. Plus 54 offensive rating, but plus two defensive. So they are first overall in their ratings at plus 56, but it's all, all because of the, the firepower. And why not? I, I like this team a lot. Uh, I think that if I, if I had my druthers, I would suggest the ideal outcome for the Edmonton Oilers this year would be if the goaltending that they have now does very well and they don't have to worry about it, and then they could get a right-handed defenseman to play in the top four. Because I think Nurse, Bouchard, Ekholm are three of your four. And then you're maybe trying to slide Broberg in there, maybe use CC. Not sure about Brett Kulak, but if you could, if you could get like a really, really, out, really, really outstanding right-handed defenseman to slide in there, uh, I, honestly, I think that would be grand news for Edmonton Oilers fans. the The problem they have is the ideal candidate is going to be playing all year for the team that I think the Oilers will see in the final, and he could be a difference maker, Brett Pesci. Carolina Hurricanes, as much as I like New Jersey, and much as I think that the Toronto Maple Leafs versus the Edmonton Oilers would be, I mean, it would be, it, it, the country would, would basically fall apart. It would be such a fracture. We're already basically there, but that would be such a fracture. You know, what if the Toronto Maple Leafs won the Stanley Cup on a, on a bogus call? I think, I think Alberta would just, you know, join Montana and North Dakota. It would be over in a heartbeat. We're done. That's it. I mean, I'm not suggesting separation. I'm just saying if the Leafs were to win on a freaky, freaky call, that would drive people over the bend. I still think the Edmonton Oilers believe that they got screwed over in the Vegas series. They're, they have a. If you listen to Connor McDavid and Leon Drysaddle and that group, they, they talk about the, you know a, a copper boss do or die. But there's an edge to them. There's an edge like, okay, we're going to beat, we're going to beat the other team. We're going to beat the officials. We're going to beat the league. We're going to beat every damn thing we have to to win the Stanley Cup because that's what it takes because nobody is on our side. I like that attitude. That's a good attitude to go through life with. You don't show that. Keep cool. Be friendly. Hi, how you doing? Smile. Wave. Give everybody enough rope and then crush them. Like a bug. I mean, if you like. Low Tide, how do you feel about a kid line is the third line? Holloway, McLeod, and Lavoie. I like it. I do. I just don't know what to do with Fogel. You know, what you might do, and don't get mad at me, but you could probably run uh, as your third line. You could run McLeod, Fogel, Lavoie, and then Holloway could center the fourth line. I know you don't like it. I know you don't. I can tell. 
There's, I can feel the pushback. I don't even have to have you type it in. You would have Ryan and Yanmark as his wingers then? Probably, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, that, I mean, only because I don't know how much he's going to score. And he might shoot lights out. What do I know? I just know that the, the, when the day was drafted, I, 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 in my heart of hearts, I felt Tyler Wright went a little low on the offense. When you're drafting that high, you need to get a guy who can flat out put the puck in the net. And Holloway's a great athlete, but Tyler Wright has a tendency to draft those great athlete types and, and maybe not the great hockey player types. Is Holloway a great scorer? I don't know. I don't know. What do I know? I hate when people say that because they've just given some major opinion and they say, what do I know? Like they're disqualifying themselves. I don't know if Holloway's going to score enough, but I do not know. That's a fact. Go Leafs, go. You're all bitter over nothing. Ha ha, the MMA guy. Yeah, well, 1967 was just a few days ago. I know because I see the black and white video every year. The the networks and the media and the lengths they will go to pump up other NHL cities and push down the Edmonton Oilers. Do you know that they run that that overtime goal in 91 by Theo Fleury like 4,000 times a year? They run the whole damn game, and he's going flying down the ice, yay me, and they never play the next game where Essa Tikkanen shoved it right where wins go. I'm just saying, to be fair, that game should be on once in a while, but they can't do it. You know why? Because the Oilers won five cups and people got sick of it. And Edmonton is not a big city. If the Toronto Maple Leafs had won five cups in the stand, in, in the 80s, the, they'd run that every night. Yeah, this game is boring between Columbus and New Jersey, so we're going to switch over and run that Toronto Maple Leafs Stanley Cup 1988 team. You're damn right they would. Why not wave Fogel? No, they're keeping him. If they were going to move him, they would have traded him this summer. I don't think he would clear. But you like you. The easiest way to get rid of money is is to wave Warren Fogel. They're not doing it. They like him. They like Warren Fogel. I don't blame them. He, I think the ladies like him, and he's a good player. Afternoon, gents. What do you know, LT? Cheers, King of Fort Nasty. There you go. I like how they slide in every once in a while just to say hi. Remind everybody that are there. Good for you guys. I'm cheering for you. LT, do you ever gamble from Nils? Uh, no. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm just going to be really honest with you. Because I have a personality that is prone to doing things that are um, destructive. And... I'm not going to get into it, but I, I, I do. And so I have learned in my life that, that there are things I have to stay. You can do it. There are just things you have to stay away from. And one of them is gambling. And, and, you know, I, I, I was never a big, um, dope smoker or mushroom eater. Um, uh, Declan could give you advice on that area, but I, I am uh, a person who, probably imbibed a little bit too much, ate too much, did a lot of things in my life that that are were excessive. And so I know that I could be that guy. And I loved Vegas. I loved Vegas. But I don't want to be that guy. 
I have too many people who count on me, and I don't want to feel the way you feel when you've lost a bunch of money. It's the worst, most hateful thing in the world. Now, Declan, you like to gamble. I dabble. I dabble in the old sports betting occasionally. But it's just bingos and such. <laughs> I've never played bingo. I don't like. I've never been to a bingo really? hall. I think oh. I, I played bingo in like elementary school. You, you know, know, when like it's like you win like a chocolate bar from the teacher or something. If if you ever want to know what it's like to to um, have played bingo in the seventies, what you do is you take you sit in your car and you smoke two packs of cigarettes, mm-hmm. and then you go home and you smell that shirt, and that's like the bingo in the seventies. Well, it was the glory days. Glory to days. Be expected. Yep. Text here, Sam from Vancouver. Fogel will not get claimed. I think he would. I think there would be like it's a lot of money, but somebody would. Yeah, do like I don't. That. You don't think Arizona or Montreal would pick him up and have him as a like? But you don't. You, you've locked and loaded on your roster, and and yeah. look, I I could make an argument in the summertime that he was the guy to go, but they didn't do it. City of Calgary government of Alberta. <laughs> I don't know why words have become problems for me. Uh, CSEC and Stampede are building a new event center and entertainment cultural district in Calgary. Calgary is a beautiful city, city an international city. And I think they deserve a brand new hockey arena and a brand new football stadium. And they're halfway there, apparently. And that's an international city. Their airport is flat out gorgeous. It is. And their mountains are majestic. Although I still love Jasper. You got to drive a little farther, but it's not as, you know, populous. And there's a certain, you know, even on the way, there's gorgeous stuff. Do you like Jasper? I love Jasper, but I'm more, I'm more partial to Canmore. Canmore you like? Yeah, Canmore is my favorite, then Banff, then Jasper. I like Lake Louise, Johnson's yeah. Canyon. That to me, I would, I would, if I could live there, if they would let me like build a house on a side of a mountain somewhere in between those two places, I'd do it. Nothing's stopping you. Well, there you are. There's money, there's permits, there's all kinds of things. Not a cheap place to live. You could buy me a place if you wanted to. You know you want to. Yeah, I'll think about it. Christmas is around the corner. I had a, a friend of mine. Well, he wasn't my friend. He was my boss. But I liked him. And he said he did. Uh, he had a place in Canmore. And... I just thought always, you know, that's, that's, you know, if you live in Edmonton and you got a place in Canmore, well, that's pretty nice. Yeah. You're doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. We had a family friend who was a property developer, developer, and uh, he had a place in Canmore, Invermere. He had a few, a few nice nice places. Invermere's nice. Invermere's great. The, uh, yeah, that whole area is really nice. Although I still, if you gave me my choice, I'd go to Turtle Lake. Yeah. Yeah. I've thought about running a line in there and doing my show live from Turtle Lake. Live from Turtle Lake, and then they'd span the lake, you know, one loon <laughs> yeah, on the ice. That. We can make that happen. Well, I don't know. Life comes at you fast. But I, I did have dreams of buying a place there. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Okay. All right, Dad. <laughs> uh, okay. The... the I don't know how we've done this. I know it's my fault, and I do apologize. But now we're on the Toronto Maple Leafs to win the Stanley Cup. So that is coming up next. Stay tuned for the hilarity. This is Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. It's the Lowdown on Sports 1440. Letting this run because Declan gets all moody when I don't. No, only if it's Ricky Martin. Wow. 
Ricky Martin. Wasn't he the one that did that one song? <laughs> I think he did two. All right. He did two songs. All right. Well, I see by the clock on the wall. Time to bid you one and all. Goodbye. Goodbye. So long. So long. Adieu. Farewell. Uh, what's Jason got coming up? So great lineup as always today on the uh, Jason Greger show. It's going to be coming up at two o'clock here. Robin Brownlee from Oilers Nation, two twenty. Dion Miller out of ABC Chicago is going to be talking some Chicago Bears ahead of Thursday Night Football. Terry Ryan, uh, going to be guest co-hosting as he does every Monday and Thursday. That's at three o'clock. Uh, Colin Livingston with the Cantorque Race Report, three forty. Mike Rupp at four. Mike Wilner, uh, talk some Jays at four twenty. Speck at five. And then the Play Alberta picks at five forty. Good Big stuff. show, as always. Wow, they do a great job. If you want to get, uh, if you want to get Brownlee upset, just text in as he begins the appearance with something like "Kiss Sucks" or "My favorite Kiss song is the disco one." I was made for loving you. Uh, not that I want Robin to have a bad day or anything, but if you really wanted to, you could do that. Tomorrow night, the final preseason game for the Edmonton Oilers. Kraken are in town. And then it's Canucks on the 11th in Van. And then Saturday, the 14th, Vancouver's here. And it's Preds, Flyers, Oilers, Wild, Oilers, Wild, Jets, Wild, Rangers, Flames. And then that's the end of October. Do when on Halloween night do you do you answer the door or do you go partying? You, surely to God you don't trick or treat. I don't trick or treat. Gave that up a few years ago, unfortunately. Uh, I leave a bowl of candy outside my door. I live in an apartment, so I don't get too many knockers. I leave one outside. I'm a full size candy bar guy. I have this like vision of making a making a kid's Halloween. Like they they see the the bowl the bowl of candy, take the full size chocolate bar, and their day is made. Last year, I think one chocolate bar was taken. So not a great not a great number. But I do always take my little brother trick or treating. He's four years old, so I take him trick or treating. You're a great man. Time. You're a yeah. good good man. I, I, I'm going to start making hoodies with things that you say on them printed <laughs> uh declan kruger i don't get a lot of knockers <laughs> i like that one yeah do you want to come trick-or-treating with us this year no what are you doing? i do not but i think you're a very nice fellow thank you you could you be do. grandpa al uh, i do i i answer the door every yeah. year every year for like many years my kids go dad we want to answer the door let us please let mm-hmm. us answer the door and then their buddies call and they're gone yep and then I'm sitting there because I, you know, they're little kids, right? And at the end, I don't mind when teenagers come by with the gigantic pillows because otherwise I'll eat it. So I just no, shove I it all that. out there and it's good to go. I give the good candy though. What's the good candy? Because I think we may. The bigger chocolate bars. Pardon? The bigger chocolate bars. Yeah, I give bars. the big ones too. Because yeah. like when you were a kid, that was always, if a well, house had, they were the, they, they were the man. Listen, I, 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 I will admit that I struggle giving away the fruit and nut bar. I love that thing. Yeah. I, I honestly got it. it. It's between the dog and the fruit and nut. The last, you know, trick or treater, I'd have a hard time to know what to give away. But you're not like a raisin's house or like apples or something like that. Oh, no, no. I give okay. because I, they can get that. The, the mom and dad are peddling that stuff. I'm yeah. giving them the good stuff. There was always like the old teacher when you were in elementary school when yeah. who would give you like the raisins as the class treat on Halloween. It was like, come on, like, what are no. like, grow up, know your audience. I like chocolate raisins. I do like chocolate raisins too, but I'm talking like it was like the sun dried little ones, like no. disgusting. Um, do you like Junior Mints? Yeah, I love Junior Mints. Mm-hmm. Love Junior Mints. What about? Um, um, they're called dots. 
They're not a great candy, but yeah, I love them. They're like a movie theater staple. Yeah. 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 No, I'm not a big fan. No, I, I I can't resist them. They're just the damnedest things. And I know okay. there are, you know, um, uh, I don't like I don't give out the saltwater taffy that I will not give out. But I give out all the I give out good candy. I okay. will say maybe maybe me and uh, me and my brother will come by. I would definitely give him all the candy. Thank you. He would you love know, that would because love that. I know one day he'll be prime minister and I no, I won't let it happen. Toronto's postseason effort equation. Matthews Marner. Equals Bichette plus Guerrero. See, this is what happens. Now it's like a running joke. And these guys haven't even flown home yet. I, look, if the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Edmonton Oilers play off in the Stanley Cup final and the Toronto Maple Leafs win the Stanley Cup, you are going to get up the next day. And you are going to go to work. And you're going to live your life. And you're going to put up with all of the baiting and the ridiculous things that friends of yours who are Leafs fans are going to say. And, you know, maybe maybe you'll grow from it. Maybe you'll understand that, that your team can lose. I remember when Calgary beat the Oilers and Steve Smith put the buck in the net. People were mad at Steve Smith. I always felt bad for him. I do believe they should have put him back on the ice. But the next year, one of my favorite moments, actually probably my favorite final, favorite team, the 87 Oilers, Gretzky hands the Stanley Cup to Steve Smith. It was an emotional moment. And that's the redemption that I was talking about earlier with Flatty. He should not have gotten picked off second base. He is a young man. What's the dumbest thing you ever did when you were 20? (laughs) So like a couple of years ago? Yeah. Um, I don't know, Matt. Honestly, like I didn't really do a whole lot of dumb stuff. I was pretty reserved. Like I didn't do anything crazy. I don't know. Like, like nothing that would make a good story for air. I'll leave it at that. So something that was illegal. No, like honestly, I wasn't like I wasn't too rambunctious. Like I had fun. Me and my friends always had a great time. Like we we would get into one, but I I never did anything like reckless and you know. No. Like, what did and, you? What did you? You you stay five minutes late at midnight swim (laughs) no like i I just don't have any cool stories about you know like we didn't you know steal a car and take it on a joyride or anything we didn't break into a museum like nothing cool it was just not that those are cool things to do i'm not endorsing that but i'm just saying nothing that would make a great story like i was i was always a pretty reserved guy yeah did you do anything uh halloween night that ever got the police to come to your door uh no maybe some stuff that the police when when i was like early teenager Maybe mm-hmm. some stuff that would have warranted the police to come to my door, yeah. but it never happened. Police so. came to my door when Uh-oh. I was, I don't know what year it was. What'd you but do? So, well, I, somebody put hay bales on the highway, and that was a no-no. Um, but they asked my dad if he knew anything. And thank God my dad didn't know anything. Not You know, he knew lots of other stuff, but not about that. Did you ever put uh, pennies on the railway tracks before the trains would go by <laughs> no i never did that <laughs> perhaps i'm being too too saskatchewan right now it's all good low tide my favorite chocolate bar was wigwag do you remember that one the youngins won't know i remember because the wigwag you could pull it and it would be six feet long it was we, kind of like an eat more but not really we had a lengthy conversation about wigwags on this show it okay. might have been the most engagement we've ever gotten on the text line yeah Yeah, you're right. I remember that now. Yeah. Don't worry about not giving away the fruit and nut. The kids will just throw that garbage out anyway. Ha ha. From Parkland Matt. Oh dear. I'm going to have to go arm wrestle Parkland Matt. 
take all of his delicious, you know, fruit and nut bars. Man, I'm telling you, the, the, I remember having a milkman in my neighborhood and him handing out chocolate milk. Do you like the chocolate milk that's pre-mixed or you like the Nestle Quick? Um, no, I like the pre-made one. I don't like adding my own syrup to it. Like I want it to come in a, come in a jug from the store. No, but no, I'm not talking about syrup. I'm talking about the powdered stuff. Oh yeah. Like that too. Like forget it. Like I want the stuff that's, that's pre-made by the pros. No, I don't think so. I want it to come from the from the offices of Lucy. I like the powder stuff because they, you, you, there's a little bit of the, there who does they does it doesn't get done and then it kind of rolls around and then you can sort of you can like grab that and you get a little extra chocolatey on that taste. This whole conversation was just a vessel for you to tell me that I'm drinking chocolate milk the wrong way. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, but this is how I do it. I was like, well, you could have just led with that. You didn't have to go to me for this one. Aha, Wayne and Schuster. I was wondering if anybody remembered the. The goodbye song on Wayne and Schuster. Wayne and Schuster, yeah, that's right. When did Calgary buy the mountains? Calgary has, you can drive, even even though it takes forever to get out of the city, you can drive to the mountains in not a long time from Calgary. Right from the heart of downtown if you wanted to. Yeah, it's like 45 minutes. Yeah. Not, not bad at all. And look, I love the mountains here. I love driving out there. I, I'm, I'm sincere in that. I love the mountains. And I love... Lean Lake, and I love Jasper, and I love all of it. And I have friends out there who I I consider to be really good friends of mine. I'm sure they've retired by now. Uh, my very, very, very strong ability to stay in touch with people. <laughs> I'm sure they've they've moved to California by now. But I love the mountains and the ocean. Have you been to the ocean? Yeah, I've been to the ocean. You think I'm just. A- an unexperienced traveler. No, no I don't. Real I world, just, real you know, the experience. ocean is not nearby. You can't drive that, you know, like later today. Well, as a kid, we used to always go to Salt Spring and Gabriola yeah. Island. So that, yeah, that's so obviously right on the Pacific. There. Yeah, that's that's higher end than I could ever afford. Well done. Yeah. So um, when, I, when I go to Vancouver, my one of my favorite activities is to sit on the beach, wherever it is, English Bay or wherever, and watch the dogs dig. Have you done that? They have dogs that can dig and dig and dig, and they're digging all the way down. And nobody cares. Everybody loves them because Vancouver is about love and, you know, sleeping under bridges. And I just, uh, to me, that's a great activity, watching those dogs have fun. All, and they're just a damn mess, and their owners don't care because they know their dogs are having the time of their life. That is a great activity. If you've never been, make sure you do. Do you know you can buy a wigwag at Bulk Barn? Did not know that. Penny's on the track, for sure. Remember five-star bars? I don't know. I remember bar six. Bar six was good. Bar six was good. The sequel. <laughs> Do you remember the soap colored soap candy? Multi, I'll get it. Stop it. Stop moving words. Remember the multicolored soap candy that came flat? Between wax paper, I do gourd oil. I do remember, and it was kind of a, it was kind of a, like a, a difficult thing to get into. But once you got there, it was it smelled and tasted very good, very good. I wonder if anybody remembers moon cheese. It was a rectangle, and it wasn't very. It was not terribly big, and it was just it was, had holes in it like the moon, 
and they called it moon cheese. I mean, it was probably called something else and wasn't selling. So they took, called it, called it moon cheese. I think Wigwag is now a curly whirly. I have a five pack on me in the truck as we speak. They're a good little time for a quick little snack from Sean. That's not a bad sell line, Sean. Everything good about Calgary isn't in Calgary. It's mountains, Canmore, Banff. I don't agree. They used to have a restaurant called Pardon My Garden that I loved. And the flames are always interesting. Stampeders are as well. And they don't get any concerts because of the Saddle Dome. This will actually impact people not to fly or drive down because some artists won't come here. That's a lie. Everybody comes to Edmonton because it's such a rock and roll town. Way off topic today. (laughs) Now, I want you to know, Donovan, that's the show. Way off topic today, but referring back a few days, try rye, blackberry, ginger ale, and press with water. Okay. Blackberry, ginger ale. I don't think I've had that. It sounds fascinating. It's really good. I've had it. I've had the uh, the diet blackberry ginger ale. It's really, really good. Why haven't I not been made aware of this? I've only ever really seen it in 12 packs, like at the grocery store. I don't see it. Like, I want you to understand our relationship. I don't remember anything beyond that Counting Crows album, August and everything after. Anything that's new since then, you got to tell me about okay. it. Okay, I'll fill you in. All right. Moon cheese is now dehydrated cheese. Very good. Low Tide, I'll take you to dinner. Well, I'm I'm not reading the rest. We used to play table hockey. Every goal scored, we'd get a mojo. I remember mojos, too. They were little. You get, I think you got two or three for a penny. Good deal. Curly Whirly, wasn't he a stooge? I love the three stooges. I love the three stooges. I love the three stooges. The, I know it's slapstick. I know you know it's coming. But it's like wrestling. I just giggle like an idiot. I do love, love the three stooges. Larry Curley and Ellie May. It's not really. I'm just teasing. The big news today, it's not big news, but I think you should know about it. The order signed Brady Stonehouse to an entry-level contract. Uh, I wrote about this on the blog. The orders don't have enough prospects. They didn't have enough draft picks. So they brought in a couple of guys, and I said they should sign one of them, and Stonehouse was one of them. Now, that's not why they signed them. Because the Edmonton Oilers scouts and management team knows a hell of a lot more about hockey than I do. But I looked at his numbers, and his numbers were really good. He has 55 goals and 37 assists in 136 career games with Ottawa. He scored 37 a year ago. This is a goal scorer. The Oilers need that. Good, good signing. Very, very, very happy you should be. Why did I say it like that? Why can't I just say you should be very happy? Pop and chips for 25 cents. Return the bottle for 10 mojos. Those were the days. Yeah. They used to have, and I, I can't describe it, but it was like a, a, a wax, like almost like a pencil. And at the top it would open up and there'd be like grape juice in there. And you'd pay like a couple of cents for it, but it was so good. And you're like, that wasn't a thing. It was a thing. By the way, Crocus, somebody sent me the Crocus thing. Uh, yesterday, and there is a band called Crocus, and I was right. I was so happy when they sent it to me, and now I can't find it. But there was a band called Crocus, and I think they're Canadian. Don Warden. Wayne and Schuster reference and fruit and nut bars, amazing. I'm telling you. 
Come for the memories and stay for what I've forgotten. It's quite the deal. What's your earliest remember- memory of, of a great like treat, like a chocolate bar or something like that, that you, you would get? Mine was, my, my grandpa used to give me peppermints. And he'd say, take a lot, take two. What was yours? Yeah, my grandma had the Werther's original caramels nice. in a little like wooden mallard container thing on a table in her basement. Now, were they hard or the soft ones? They were the hard ones. Yeah, that's yeah. good. No, it's probably my earliest memory. Werther's are very good. I don't hate, eat them anymore because I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a sugar person anymore. I've turned my back on sugar. Get behind me, sugar, I say. There's sugar in everything. I mean, you can't avoid it, but Jeff Grishel's got me off of that. He hasn't beaten me on coffee yet, but he's getting there. Remember when Sports Talk Radio talked about sports? Remember that? Do you? Do you? <laughs> I talked a lot of sports. Clearly, Ken Holland reads your blog. No, he doesn't. There's just no way. I love that you read my blog. I appreciate that. But the, the, you, you, he has so much at his disposal that is qualified and now he's got Parcati, who's like six times smarter than, than anybody that I know. Well, that's not true. G over at Oilers Nerdle. A lot of the people at, at uh, Puck IQ, including Woodguy, I would say are way smarter. But most of us are just kind of hopping along there with our radiators. They've got really smart people. Don't kid yourself. Ken Holland's got qualified staff. Is it really? It's time to go. I really enjoyed today. We we waited a long time to deteriorate, and then we did. But it was a good day. Thanks so much for tuning in. Jason Greger on the way, and we'll join you tomorrow, and it's time for a sports update.